Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. As you know, what we love to do in this podcast every single week, every single time we record, is take big, giant, juicy, meaty topics and break them down into tiny little bite-sized chunks, all in an effort to help ourselves and hopefully some of you through the process of change. We're obsessed. We talk about it all the time. And this week, we have been talking a lot about friendships. And uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Ted Lasso yet, um, there's going to be a lot of reveals, friends. So if you are planning on watching it and you like... And you haven't yet, and you and spoilers drive you crazy, then stop right now. But if you've watched it and you want to geek out on how Ted Lasso did such an incredible job of portraying friendship and talking about the importance of it, etc., 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 then stick with us because we are uh, both of us obsessed with mm-hmm. Ted Lasso and obviously obsessed with friendship and the importance of it. Rod, my friend, what would you add into the mix? Ooh, yes. I'm going to love this top. This is like, uh, you know, when you're, you can geek out. If I feel like if we were at like a, one of those conferences and we were dressed up in Star Trek. Lasso Con? Is that what you're promoting? Beard. A Lasso Con? <laughs> yeah. I would dress as Coach Beard. Oh. You, be, you might be Rebecca, the, the powerful... That's me, man. Owner. One, I'm yeah. 100%. And maybe like a little bit of Roy Kent, but that's just because <laughs> I love Roy Kent. I love him. I am obsessed so, with Roy Kent. I, I, so such a great idea that we're going to use uh, Ted Lasso as some examples to really dive into, as you were saying, like the importance of friendship. And um, so wh- where should we start? Maybe can I start with a few parallels here with uh, the show and our own podcast? Just yes, to like ground, please. just to get, establish our credibility and legitimacy. So the first episode <laughs> of Ted... Because <laughs> if Lasso does it, we do it. That's the right. that's what you're hearing, friends. We're trying, we're trying to <laughs> get some of the shine going off us. So, well, let, so we started recording our podcast in the summer of 2020 um we did a few tries i can uh i can picture it now like the first attempts to record things to have a decent sound and that was like july and august of 2020 and wow. guess when the first episode from ted lasso was tell me everything august 2020 dun, dun, mind dun. blown there you go I'm going to, okay, I'm going to throw, there's lots of parallels. I, I won't reveal them all right now. I'll do another one though. Do you remember we had, we had a great podcast discussion in our first season where we talked about, uh, can you change your friend? Should you even, should you even try to change your friends right. to give them advice? And and you shared stories about how you try this with relationship, you know, friends who are in relationships and whether you thought they should be or not. Well, we had that discussion in early 2021, February-ish. There was an episode of Ted Lasso where, I don't know if you remember this, where uh, Beard was in a relationship with Jane and Higgins was trying to say, like, it doesn't look like it's a healthy relationship. We should say something. And they had a whole debate uh, around whether you should say something. 
and and it would like paralleled our discussion. So basically, cosmically, you have to take this in. We were like intellectually and spiritually aligned with the show from the very beginning. I honestly, I can't tell you, I love that show. Like I'm on my second round of watching now. I think you are too, or maybe you just yes. finished it. There are so many, um, there's just so much goodness. There's so much yeah. positivity. There's so much about, and I, and I do feel like just weirdly, it makes my, maybe it's not weird. I don't know, but it makes my heart tingle that we're aligned with a show that's had such incredible impact on people. Like I think people yeah. have watched that show and just, you, you just feel better about the world and yourself. And like, you, it's, yes. it, it's just, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. It does. So, it makes my heart tingle a little bit. I'm not going to lie. So tell, if you could see my feet, they're rubbing together right now and my toes are <laughs> wiggling, which is my universal signal for I'm incredibly happy in this moment. <laughs> um, the, uh, so tell us what uh, one or two things. What do you, why do you think that you connected uh, so much with the show? That well, it I, gives I, you heartwarming tingles. I, I think for me, the, the, it is the power, like I am a, I am a sucker for anything where the storyline is about strong friendships and, mm -hmm. you know, your friends helping you through tough things and being there for each other and kind of sticking with it, even when like in through ups and downs, being steadfast, there's yeah. a steadfastness, I think that I really appreciated. Like I, I'm rewatching the first season now and there's this whole part where, Ted says, I don't care about wins and losses. I just want to help these young people develop into the best yeah. people that they can be. I'm going to cry at different points today because I think like, I just feel that just that speaks to my soul, you know, like it's, it's, yeah. it's not about pluses and minuses on a balance sheet. However, one sees that it's, it is so much about how do we help? Remember, we also did an episode on the campsite rule. Like, how do you make yeah. sure that you're leaving people in better condition than you found them, whether that's friendships totally. or romantic relationships? I kind of think like that, that the whole show to me relates to that. Like, it feels like they want to leave each other in a better place than how yeah. they found each other. Like, look at the Roy Kent character, for goodness sake, right? Like, I mean, that his whole story arc is one yeah. of just deep internal change and a willingness to change from a person who, you know, in the first season, you, you, like it wouldn't even occur to you that, yeah. uh, that the Roy Kent character would go through what he went through and evolve the way he did. Like I, all yeah. of that, I just find it so inspirational and filled with hope. What about you? What, yeah. Why do you think it spoke to your heart so much? Because I know it did. You probably use different words than heart tingles. But what's your version of that? I, it, it is the it's the perspective that the kind of I'll share with what you said too is like that, you know. The goal out there is about helping each other. Yeah. More than a goal of, uh, of you know, business success like insert yeah. other words that we might use instead of so soccer or football it's like you know we're here to dot 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 like achieve these results and um that's the whole point and we're going to do it and and nobody you know rarely does anyone say it's like no it's about the experience that we're going to have through this right. and actually you know those elements are more important or as important 
and I care about you as a person, I'm going to versus like that's going to outweigh things that rather than just the singular focus on something else. And um, uh, it, it, it was, I guess it was a moment to, uh, th- th- I can't deny too, like it's in the moment of COVID when we were all locked up and yeah. there was a lot of tension. And so the positivity uh, of it was really refreshing. Um, but um, I I don't know. I, I do, there is, for me, I, I'm trying, I don't know if it's, what would make me cry in a TV show is the um, is is like it's, you know it's the character Sam. I can't oh. pronounce his last name. Ob- whatever. Obasanya. Yeah. So it's like he's struggling. He's trying to to be respected on the team. The Jamie Tart character is, gives him no respect. Um, he. Sam's not playing super great because there's a confidence issue and the the you know the kind of moments where he's like finding his place um, yeah. building confidence and having some success success is a tearjerker for me and I'll, and I'll say it's because maybe it, there's part it's like I see that in me too it's like yeah. struggling and you know it's feeling like there's the the missing piece is not ability the missing piece is confidence and that yeah. confidence can cannot solely come from yourself like there's this thing in our society is like you know leslie be confident and that confidence is solely up to you to, to yes. be confident when i just it's it's in the moment of like no it's because of everybody around them yep that helps bring out their success and confidence that comes and it's all connected together so yeah i think it's the maybe and then the touch on shares our philosophy on how we view things they they really do get into deep stuff in a yes light-hearted perhaps comedic way but um like the struggles with stress and anxiety that the coach had and uh other things like it really it's relatable and real i'm sorry that's a long answer but there you go (laughs) and when you and i maybe i won't spoiler alert this whole thing but when you find out what ted you know what ted's gone through in his life and then you see what a what a happy person he is now and what a like how it is about belief like it it like the believe thing is 100 percent true for me, yeah. that also uh, spoke to my, you know, spoke to my soul as well. But I want to pull on the thread that you said about, you know, we have this expectation that in our highly individual Western society that it's, you know, pull your, it's your own bootstraps and you're going to pull yeah. yourself up and it's your own internal confidence. And I, I think that is the power of the friendships on that show when they are allowed to blossom, like when Ted creates this safe space for these friendships to blossom and to take hold mm-hmm. how transformed everybody is, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that's the, that's the magic and the power of real friendship is that when you, when one finds that it is, it is transformative, you know, mm-hmm. it really is transformative, but it requires, 
everybody to have like the people in that for me, it would always be a close circle. I'm, you know, I'm not a big, like a giant friendship group kind of person. I think I've said that before in this on the podcast, but you know, having that trust that we really can rely on one another, um, Mm -hmm. is, uh, is, I think such an important thing. And I think they did, they do such a great job on the show of highlighting that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And so that, I think that, and that connects to the theme that we talk about, about change is that where our, our dive into the Jungian, like the last couple of episodes did did rely on self-reflection, the individual, you know, yourself to like dive deep into your own experiences. This point is, but to really bring that about, you, there's a power in having friends that you can talk to openly and honestly. And I and I, I like to add, and it's a real special uh, gift because not everybody has that to the, so not everybody has it and not everybody has it available to them when they need it. Yeah. Um, but how important that is. And the, uh, their the way that they do it in their diamond dogs, you know, the, the coaches <laughs> and Higgins. <laughs> Sorry. Had to, obviously. Yeah. So here's the, here's the other parallel. <laughs> Can I throw, I got to throw this in. Roy Kent at the end wants to, he has a question for the diamond dogs. Yes. And his question is, can, can you, is it even possible to change? This was, don't make me cry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I like it. Go. And of course, that's the question we asked in a couple of podcasts ago before. Um, But the, uh, so yeah, and they were at, he was kind of, he asked that question because he was working on trying to, his change. And not, and not feeling that it was uh, happening, and uh, and but through the their diamond dog dialogue, I think the an- I can't remember exactly what the answer, but essentially I think the answer was is like we're just striving to to learn from our experiences and step by step be a little bit better. Ugh. you know, it's like the Nathaniel Brandon. Do you remember we talked about this? Like just five percent better, yeah, five percent different. Don't try yeah. to be, go straight to perfect. Just. But I think that again, um, first of all, that scene made me ball my eyes out. Like I just, I just openly was weeping in that scene. Um, it was so good. It was so well acted and you could feel the heartache, you know, you could feel the genuine yeah. pain of that question, like the existential crisis of that question. Um, yeah, I'm a total fangirl, but I also, I think it highlights the importance of, and we, you and I chatted about this a little earlier in the week of like getting out of our own heads in his, in Roy Kent's head, he doesn't think he's made any progress. He thinks he's stagnant and like all his effort, it's not making any difference. And when we do that, when we're in our own heads, it's so impossible to see how we've grown and how we've changed, even just week over week. Oh, yeah. And so having the diamond dogs around him kind of look at him like, what are you what are you talking about? Like, you're you're doing all the you know, and I don't think they and I don't think they said it all with words. I think the words were very like, all we can do is da 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 da. But their Mm -hmm. eyes said, you know, come on, dude, like you are you are doing incredible things. Mm -hmm. Um, and making incredible changes. It's just, it's, uh, 
Yeah, but that whole getting out of our heads is so important. It's dangerous up there by ourselves. Yeah. It's risky. Yeah. It's like being at the top of Everest without any support or oxygen or anything. Like it's it's scary it's in our heads by ourselves. Yeah. And they had a few so I in the last week or so cuz I I had the, the Apple Plus subscription. I'm like, okay, Ted Lasso's done, so I've canceled the, the subscription, and I still had right. a few weeks left. I was like, oh, geez, I gotta watch. I gotta watch it all again before that gets. Anyway, so I'm like flying through them all, um, and many of their little diamond dog scenarios is that the whoever says their thing, and then they say, oh, now that I've said that out loud, I. You know, I think right. I've answered my question. And that is such a true, like, that's humanity right there. That that's real life. All yeah. the time, <laughs> right? And that's the power. Like, it's just what you're saying about getting out of your head. Like, sometimes it's just to have to vocalize it to somebody else. You hear your whole issue that you've been spending countless hours, you know, that yeah i could spend ruminating hours like ruminating and, ruminating and, and agonizing oh and yes uh, and as soon as you say it out loud to someone you're like oh okay i can move on now it's it's so important and powerful can i let me connect um uh because we always like a little research in here so gallup is a yes. company that does employee engagement stuff and one of the questions that they've identified as the critical to engagement and like uh positive experience at work is a question of do you have a best friend at work hmm. and when i first heard that i kind of thought like really but because i was in a spot where i had no best friend at work and i didn't see the prospect of it yeah but um it really is it it is really important i mean i and so I know you and I, when we worked together, I I felt that experience of like, yeah. here's someone I can truly trust and share yep. the, what might seem like the dumbest or most vulnerable questions or issues work related, but you, to have that person that you can talk to, um, helps survive and make it through all the tough, the tough parts. And that's, and that's the, the example I think of the friendship, like we saw in there, their work is being able to be open and it was so interesting to see nate try to create that with I his know. new club and it, when it failed i think he realized that was one of the moments where he's like i'm at the wrong place yeah yeah and i think that that's a good guide for us as well um can we form those friendships in our workplace right like is it is it possible to form those those kinds of real friendships um, mm -hmm. where you genuinely know the person has your back. And like you say, there is no such thing. Like you can be as vulnerable as you need to be. And it's a, it's a safe space. Not every yeah. workplace has that and, 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 and can create um, a safe environment for that. But it is, yeah. um, it really, it, I've worked in places where I've had it and in places where I haven't had it. And my psychology, your one psychology is completely different. You can get through anything if you have, someone by yeah. your side where you know and it, and it can't be all because i think there's like a whole trend of you know it's it's cooler to make fun of things and you know kind of put sarcastic memes up and all those things and like mm -hmm. yes sure but i think it also has to be and we've talked about this before that person who helps pull you up 
and pull you mm-hmm. out, you know, so that it's not just a, to me, it's not just a, like the diamond dogs don't just commiserate with one another. There's commiserating, right? Like that happens, of course, but yeah. that's not the sole purpose of them getting together. It's also to move things like to help each other and to move things forward. And it, there's, yeah. I think, uh, I think for me, that is when it's really at its most powerful is when there is that shared, okay, let's get out of it. Let's, what's our, what are we going to do? How do yeah. we help each other? You know, it's, it, there's, um, that's when it becomes transformative. It's, yeah. I'm personally not talking about the people with whom we kvetch about things, although the, like that's fun and, you know, makes you laugh and all the things. This is, yeah. this is something a little subtly different, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So the, um, Maybe that's that's the takeaway. It's a it's a gift that the show has given us and all of our, all of its fans is the um, just showing the value and reminding us how important it is to look for the how do I describe it? It's like it's to look for um, the relationships and experiences at work that um, it's it's about supporting each other leaving each other better as you know our campsite rule yeah as as much as it is about being successful at work because they, they did a nice job of actually weaving that back in there they at some point when um somebody says this to ted it's like okay i know you want to leave your the you know it's it's good to to uh care about your players but you know these are people's livelihood like if we don't if we get relegated and go down, like this will affect their livelihoods and, and, you know, May's bar, she shows like my, you know, her business goes down when they're not doing well and all this stuff. So they, they kind of weave back in there. It like, it's not, they do care about being successful. Right. But it's on the terms of, but it's the, how do you get there? Right. Like it's, it's the, there's the Rupert, how, and then there's the there's the Richmond how that is yeah. uh, just I mean die and it's good that they have a foil in Rupert and West Ham because I mean yeah. that really does it and I mean almost in some ways a bit um, I thought a bit cartoony towards the end on the Rupert side but still like I think to give that message of when you're not doing it in this kind of a way that supports one another and has positivity at its core and all the things. Um, then that's that's the that's what you get instead. And that other guy that came and was horrible to Sam. I mean, that was I mean, that's capitalism gone wild. So I thought it was oh, interesting yeah. as well that they had like a capitalism gone wild uh, message in it, too. I just I, yeah. I'll, and then the my my final thing on the friendship front, I was going to comment on what a great job they did showing what male friendships can be like. Because I think mm. there is a, like, how how often do we see male friendships portrayed like that? It's mm. usually done in some sort of slapstick, you know, we're not gonna, you know, like, it, it's either done in such a overly emotional way that it's not believable or with zero, mm. emo- right? Like, there's, this to me just feels like the, of what modern male friendship can be. Yeah. And then I also, and so I would love to get your take on that. But then I was also thinking about the intergenerational friendship between uh, Keely and Rebecca and mm-hmm. the strength when, when women also stick together and support one another 
and help bring each other up. Like there's just so much goodness in those messages as well that I, I'm just starting to think about now as we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know. Did we see the same? Th I, I saw something about intergenerational between Keely on and LinkedIn. Rebecca. Maybe. Yeah. I but saw I, something I saw on LinkedIn that, like, about it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize because like, I didn't think of them as different generations, but because I think, Ke but Keely was supposed to be a 30 year old. Right. And Rebecca is probably a 50 year old, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I found the, um, yeah, they have this whole thing about the girl talk and their, their tight, strong, supportive relationship. And um, they still let Higgins in like, you know, like there's, yeah. there's just so much there. That was just so delicious too. Yeah. So delicious. Yeah. The, um, but it's, it's, the in the early episode and not only because i just saw this again like i remember uh i can say this but it's like the where keely they they don't clearly don't uh, they're not friends they don't connect rebecca thinks very poorly of keely as a, like a little bimbo but it's it's because she's open to say positive things like how much she admires and how yes. strong she thinks and so it's it's like those moments of sharing out of nowhere like positive you know positive compliments to the other that sets the opens the door that because uh, then then it becomes this, it's like this awkward moments of reciprocal supportiveness which then leads yes. to that friendship yeah where, and in that same sorry go i'm get so excited go yeah no no i mean the guy i i want to ask you about why Roy Kent's character was so interesting to you. Cause I struggled with that one. The, the negativity of all, it all, the, the, uh, the, the, you know, the, like how swearing and angry he is all the time. The, um, but the, but then he loved, like, look how much he loved Phoebe, his niece. I know, like when you saw that love come out for her, like when was it on Christmas where he's going around to all the trying to find a dentist to help her figure out yeah. why she has bad breath. And she and he like he's just going house to house to house yeah. to house. So any character where there's like, a again, I'm a sucker for this, but like where there's some yeah. brokenness, but you can see that they have all of this. Yeah, capacity for love inside them, and I just think he's very funny. Like his type of comedy, yeah. like he's a he's very he has a great podcast as well. I can't remember what it's called, but oh, it's really? something about yeah. the movies you would take into your grave or something like that. It's all about mm. he's clearly a, a movie junkie. So yeah, I just yeah, I just I, my t yeah. The thing I thought from his character is like he gives time he gives time to his niece and to the yeah. yoga women like the his yoga friends and, and even though he's grumpy and he's whatever, but he like, that's a, I guess, a, but for the male friendships that, um, they build, I mean, I really connect with the Ted Lasso approach. The, the like giving unlimited understanding and, and, yeah. and so, you know, giving, uh, he wasn't going to take Jamie back on the team and then he 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 saw it in contrast and how uh Jamie's had such struggle with his father that he's mm -hmm. like you know okay Sam is in such a con uh, Sam has got the benefit of a great dad and Jamie didn't so we got to give him a break like that the that kind of Ugh. looking out for 
you know, giving people chances and considering where they've come from is, um, was very powerful on the male friendship side. I just, I think, uh, yeah, if friends, if you have not, I know we're at like, we haven't gone this long on a pot episode in a long time. We're like, because honestly, I don't think either one of us could say enough about Ted Lasso. If you haven't watched it, sign up for Apple for like a month or whatever, get it free for a little bit and watch it. It's so, it's so worth it. It's so appropriately uplifting, like not saccharine sweet where you can't trust it, but like, it's it's the emotional the emotional realness of it and the friendships that are portrayed are just mm-hmm. it's exactly what we all need as humans right now i think mhm yes yes it is it was it's a great uh, uh teacher of many of concepts so if you don't want to listen to our all of our podcast episodes <laughs> from the beginning you again can also get many of the same <laughs> themes <laughs> No, but seriously, come back and listen. But also watch Ted Lasso. (laughs) That's right. Thank you, Rod. Seriously, you are my person in this. You are like, you know, I watch these friendships and I think of our friendship and it means a lot to me Me that I get to talk to you about this stuff. Yeah, me too. Me too. I feel very lucky. Same, same. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.